Hey guys, welcome to my podcast The Expression. My name is Ayuma. Thank you for tuning in for the second episode. Thank you for playing episode 1 and for sharing and for reposting and talking to your friends about it. Thank you for giving me feedback on it all. And uh it is one of the major reasons why I decide, you know, why I'm doing this over and over because some of you have told me how much related, how much how soothing my voice is. <laughs> so thank you. And uh, after this episode and after much consideration, I have decided that I'll be posting an episode every 2 weeks. Uh I think it is uh, just important to have new voices on the show, on the podcast, to have visitors who are more experienced in the things that we talk about and to avoid monotony and to have this great quality of podcast and it is my duty to give this to you. So I think it will be a very good thing to have this every 2 weeks. In the meantime, you can reach me on my email which is vexpression@gmail.com. So moving on to the topic of the day, I uh decided to come up with this podcast because I think it is very important and it is very timely because there's a new song out by Beyoncé, Blue Ivy, Wizkid and uh, other people <laughs> on uh loving your skin. It's called Brown Skin Girl if you haven't listened to it, then you should probably get into it. In fact, you should get into it. And so it is what informed this podcast because I would like to talk about the journey I've had with self-love, self-care, people stories around me how i deal how i struggle some of the things i don't like about myself the effects it's had on me and my relationships around me and what i think we should do really going forward so i chose the title of this po- podcast this particular episode to be hocus pocus where's the stomach and it's something funny that i came up with the other a few months ago and i chose this because of the stomach because very often so many times i've had to hide my stomach under big clothing or just to suck it in when i'm when i'm taking a picture or even when i'm walking around because there's just so much pressure and you guys you realize your breathing starts to become strained when you the longer you hold your breath or the longer you push your stomach in or the longer you wear clothes that are a size smaller this is something that i've struggled with for a very long time and don't know what to blame it on is it the food i eat what is it is it laziness to go to the gym or is it you know lack of commitment to even go to the gym what is it really is it not loving myself enough to realize that i need to do some of these things for myself when well, maybe it is all of the above but in this journey it is not a very easy journey and the longer you struggle with things like this the, the more you want to find a quick fix to it So I can tell you I have drunk green tea. I mean it worked for a friend of mine she's the one who recommended green tea for green tea for me. I tried it for like a month or two and it hey she is not the best. It doesn't taste really nice. And I have tried to change the routine of my eating to eat less at night and more in the morning but my job involves a lot of sitting on a desk so maybe eating heavily in the morning is not the best thing to do. But I'm at a stage where I'm trying to eat a balanced diet and eat my fruits. and just be in the right frame of mind because that also contributes a lot to gaining weight and uh another thing that i try not to do is compare myself to somebody else i realize it is my responsibility to love myself the way i am and towards that journey there might be things to do in here that you know might help in reducing the weight as soon as possible but uh, how healthy are they you know what would be the mental impact of that if i decide to go for surgery today you know how it would mean i have to spend money for it it would mean i have to go to the best doctor and who knows maybe it would have some repercussions on, on me later 
the small things that you do every day telling yourself that this is my body right now telling yourself that this is my part of me right now and i'm going to embrace it and if there's something i can do about it i will do it in a healthy way and i will take care of myself i think that is the best thing i remember when i was younger much younger maybe 10 11 12 around there and i was seated behind a computer desk and back then i was very short and very skinny and i was dark and my hair was short and a visitor came and he said good morning young man <gasps> what i mean i was flat chested and all of that but that he immediately thought i was a young man and <laughs> i tell this story to my friend lucy and she laughs and laughs it's the funniest thing now we joke about it we laugh about it but at the time it's something that i thought about over and over and over the years i have thought about it because i was like ish when i look like a man i look like a young boy hmm? so my hair that is one of the reasons why i even had hair after that you know i mean I had to go to a boarding school where we cut our hair but after that i struggled and struggled and struggled to have my hair grow long because i did not want anybody telling me i looked like a young man my legs have also been an issue before i mean i'm a proud lunge girl from the western region of this magnificent country so you know my legs represent my beautiful carved big luya legs represent my masgombe and I am not even proud to say this. I only started liking my mezgumbes when someone told me, Oh my God, you have such beautiful legs. That is sad that I had to get to start loving myself because I had somebody else say they loved my legs and wished they had the same legs as I did. To my feet. I, I am a size 42, you guys. 42. And something that I'm very pissed about is that people don't make open shoes size 42 pretty open shoes so if you want open shoes or even closed shoes and you're a size 42 onwards even heels you will look and look and look and such and such and you will not find it i mean even if you do you'll not find the pretty ones like size 39 and size you know the smaller sizes which is very unfair in high school we had this thing called socials and we had a brother school v alliance high school i mean <laughs> I have to take you opportunity to let you guys know where I went to school. I, mean, I can't help it. So we had this brother school. And every time, I think every time or every year, I don't remember well, we would have this thing called socials. But they would parade from once there. You know these shows, Are You The One or Bachelor, Bachelorette, where you, you stand there and someone comes to pick, take their pick. And the boys would come and choose people one by one. And one by one, you would remain on the seat. And one by one, they'd choose you. So imagine you're a girl struggling with how you look. You're struggling with what society says is beautiful. You're not as light-skinned as so-and-so. Your hair is not as long as so-and-so's hair. You are not pretty, quote-unquote, like somebody else. And then they're parading you and you're shy. And you're really afraid of what the world thinks of you. You're afraid of looking at yourself. And they're parading you before these guys. And they want these boys to choose whoever they like. Imagine what it does to somebody who's not chosen. Imagine what goes through your mind as you wait there to be picked like 
like a fruit, like an apple, like a tomato or whatever. You know, it either builds you or cracks you. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe whoever thought about it, you know, thought it should be a good chance to mingle with the boys. I have struggled even with the creases on my fingers. It is not as smooth as my other body parts. I have struggled with how big my upper arm is. And I forget that this is how I have created. I forget that the skin on my arms, the skin on my fingers, is the way it is because it's the most exposed. And I should love it the way it is. In fact, it tells a story. Now what do I do instead? I look at my fingers and I compare them to somebody else's. And I say, oh my gosh, why aren't my fingers like so and so? I look at my big palms and I say, why are my palms so big? I forget I can play basketball with these palms. Something else that happened in high school. There was this time that we had a new principal. And when she came, she said everybody had to be uniform. No one was allowed to style their hair. And so this one particular girl had a Rihanna-like forehead. I don't want to say a big forehead. You know, she, had, she was such a beautiful girl. And she had this forehead and everybody kept saying, oh, we're waiting for that girl. We want to see what she look like when her hair is set back like everybody else's. I don't know what was going through her mind. I don't know if she was embarrassed or not, or if she felt the pressure of looking prettier or, or not. But after a while, people stopped talking about it. After everybody was asked to push their hair back, it no longer mattered because all of us were the same. And that's the kind of pressure that we put on ourselves. We put on each other. Look, it wasn't even other people that it was women who were putting her down and making fun of her for having that kind of forehead that she could no longer hide it, you know, by styling it. That every it would now be open for everybody to see. What? I am telling you, everybody is beautiful in their own right. And if you're one of those people who makes fun of other people for how they look, in fact, if you're one of those people who sends who sends memes about how people look, you are really off. Recently, I saw a meme about types of boobs. There's a purple and an orange and an apple and grapes. Very many. And even in as much as I love myself, in as much as I am, this journey is a long journey. I look at it and I want to see, okay, what does mine look like? And then I'm more afraid to remove my two. To remove my clothes in front of somebody. And if I go swimming, then I'm afraid. What will somebody think about my, me? If I post a picture, are they looking at my boobs? Are they looking at how droopy they are? I mean, I saw Kiki Palmer the other day say, it's okay for your boobs to be droopy. If you have a little weight, if they have a little weight on them, it's okay for them to be droopy. I mean, it's gravity, you guys. And for someone to make a meme out of it and laugh about it, you know, and say, I prefer this kind of boobs to this other kind of boobs, and these kinds of boobs are ugly, and these ones are pretty. Especially because these things, we are born like this. I can tell you the impact that he, this has had in my life, in my relationships. Sometime in uh, 2017, I was speaking to this guy, and he was a really good friend of mine, but it was also leading towards something you know you know that limbo stage and we were vibing and and i told myself even if it was not going to lead to anything he was going to be one of my best friends forever 
you know he's really bright he's really smart and he's he's a beautiful man you guys <laughs> and then one day out of the blue he just said something like oh me i like girls girls who look like anitandero all my insecurity just came flooding you get uh, tell me what's the difference between genuine preference and this other preference which is created by society i mean the point of this podcast is for us to learn and relearn and unlearn things so please enlighten me when i say i prefer ugali to chapati as opposed to i prefer a light skinned girl to a dark skinned girl or a tall girl to a short girl or a skinny girl to a plump girl or a big girl and this is even the same issues for me i think it's the reasoning behind it i would say i prefer ugali to chapati because and then i would say i prefer what would you say you prefer a black girl to a white girl because i mean recently my friend my friend uh is studying abroad in poland he was we were talking i was talking to him and he was saying ah me i prefer a girl who's half black half something half something else and i said but why i hear actually i see it online black men prefer blonde girls is it because of genuine preference the way you can say i prefer this kind of food to the other one i prefer this kind of music to the other one or is it is it because you have been socialized to think that something else is better and this other one is trash and if you're going out of your way to now say i prefer this other thing and i hate this one and i not like this one i'm not going to recommend this to anybody else you know that's now different that's just full on hatred and you should reevaluate your choices and think about what it is you're doing but what i'm trying to say is that you guys how much of that preference comes from a point of having looked at both sides and decided to go with one genuinely and with valid reasons as opposed to having chosen one because that's what society puts as a standard fast forward to 2018 and I'm in this other thing with this guy no i was not in a thing with that guy <laughs> i was just speaking to him and i was developing feelings and then he ghosted me you guys what's up with ghosting we are going to need to talk about this in a different podcast why do you do that speak your feelings why do you ghost people don't ghost it's not mature and it does something to that person that you've ghosted So he ghosts me and being me I overanalyze I overthink I dig myself into a hole I did exactly that And I thought oh my god am I not pretty enough am I dark enough am I not skinny enough am I bigger am I too big for that guy am I what is the problem and then I realized I can only be responsible for myself I cannot be responsible for how he thinks. I cannot be responsible for what he does. I can only be responsible for how I respond to it and how I treat myself. You know? So it has nothing to do with what he thinks about me. It has everything to do with what I think of myself. That's how I dug myself out of that hole. The other day I was speaking to my friend and uh, she told me 
I look very, I look great with clothes on. But when I take off my clothes, I don't like my body. And the first thing I said was, ah, that's not a, not a good mentality to have. But she didn't say anything after that. And looking back, that was not the best response to that. It really wasn't. I think this is what I should have said. I should have said, I understand what you're feeling. I get it. I know what it's like to struggle with these kinds of feelings. And because you think about it, there's a reason why you think about it in that way. And it's not in my place to tell you what you're supposed to do with your body. You know, the way I said it, I should have said it in a different way. And I don't, I don't, I'm not even bashing, I'm not even, you know, whatever it is you have done to your body or whatever it is you want to do to your body, I am not judging you. I am not, I just, really, I, I don't know, I cannot tell you what to do with your body. You do what you want. And that's what I should have told my friend that day. I should have said, I get it. I really do. And I'm going to hold your hand. Whatever you decide, whether you're going to go to the gym until the wheels fall off, whether you're going to have surgery, whether, whatever it is you're going to do, I'm going to be here with you because it is your choice. So guys, I just want to challenge you today to continue with the, with the journey. Love yourself. Eat your cabbage and rice. <laughs> Eat your fruits. Drink your milk. Appreciate every, every little stretch mark. Appreciate the color of your skin. Appreciate how big your ears are. <laughs> Appreciate the bump on your nose. Appreciate your big smile. Appreciate your voice. You know, my friend, one of my friends likes to tell me, Ish, every time you take a video, you like to stare at yourself, you're obsessed with yourself. You guys, when I take a picture of myself, I stare at that picture. I don't know. I'm obsessed. When I'm listening to my voice, even a voice note, even my laughter, I listen and I, I play it over and over and over and over again. And it wasn't like that. It really wasn't. And the young people in your lives, you guys... Call it out on them. Teach them when they're young to love their skin, to love everything about them. Don't tell them, oh, you're not pretty like so-and-so. Let them hear from you first as their parent. Because you don't want them to hear it from the world. Because one day, the notion of what is beautiful will change. What will happen to them if their validation has been coming from people? Let them know that the, the, the standard of measure in terms of beauty lies in them they get to decide thank you for learning with me thank you for your, your feedback please give me your feedback you know i'm very uncertain about some of these things so let me know what you think and you can comment as well and let me know what you think let us have a discussion about this because it's the only way we're going to learn Mwah, thank you